Welcome to the Ike Packers podcast. Go Pack Go. Don't have a clue. What will 12 do? Go Pack Go. Make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen. Please leave a five-star review if you enjoyed the show. We're IKE underscore Packers on Twitter. Welcome back to another episode of the Ike Packers podcast. We have some breaking news mid-episode, but we're focusing on Aaron Rodgers. Will he come back to Green Bay? Will he be a New York Jet? Or will he be retired or something else? We have a great episode and are also talking to Trey Welcome Dean at the end. Welcome back to another episode it. of the Ike Packers podcast. My name is Alex Eichstead. I'm your host and Packers fans. We are so happy to have you here because we are in the middle of an Aaron Rodgers saga Will he come back to Green Bay? Will he leave? We're going to dive into all of that as well as some of the other hot topics on your mind. We want to thank all of our listeners from 100 plus countries. You are the bread and butter of this podcast. Could not do bread this without butter. you. And I'm joined today by KJ, my co-host. KJ, how you feeling? Do you think Aaron Rodgers is coming back? Welcome to the podcast. Packers fans, I'm just annoyed with Aaron Rodgers at this point. You know, I'm just, I can't, even, I can't even lie. You know, I, I'm just going to keep it real because that's what we do on this show, and that's what we'll always will do. But, you know, Rodgers said himself months ago. He says, "I'm not going to hold the Packers hostage." Well, guess what? We're recording this podcast. It's, <laughs> we're in the free agency at this point, and he's single-handedly handcuffing the pack. You know. And, you know, there's a lot of talk about respect, right? Like respect in life, respect amongst your peers, respect amongst Aaron Rodgers and the organization. But, like, respect is a two-way street. It goes both ways. And I just don't see a lot of respect right now. You know, like, we've given him so much money. Everything. Given him so much praise. You know, it's like, man, at the very least, you can communicate. And Guggenkunst said it at the Combine. He said... You know, I haven't heard anything from Aaron Rodgers besides like a couple texts here and there after the season just concluded. And I've been in constant contact with Joy and Love in his camp. So it's like, I don't know if this is Rodgers trying to like truly stick it to the Packers and stick it to Goot and just force his hand and force his leverage on people. But like the way he's going about it is just disappointing to me. Like if he would have made a decision at like 1030 a.m., you know, prior to the 11 a.m. free agency opening period. You know, even that's fine because the Packers are able to plan and like have scenarios like, okay, if this, then that, if this happens, then we'll proceed this way. But it's like now we're just kind of caught in limbo. And furthermore, the Jets are caught in limbo. And so it seems like this deal is on the fritz right now uh, because the the Jets are very close, you know, to to competing themselves. They might get fed up and, and, you know, it it just... He's got to make a decision, man. You know, that, that's kind of how I'm feeling right now, and I hope he does. Uh, but, yeah, I'm excited to get in. I'm excited to talk some free agency. I know we have uh, exciting interviews with draft prospects coming up. Packers fans, stay tuned for that. Uh, but, yeah, no, thanks for having me. It's always great to talk some Packers. KJ, you just dropped. What would you say to this man, Packers fans? You know this tweet from Mike Packers, iconic. Aaron Rodgers is the photo. It's got 62 responses in the first three minutes Go drop your take. What would you say to Aaron Rodgers? I feel the same way. I feel like it's almost what he's holding on to, right? It's like Packers fans are ready to move on. We've talked about Jordan Love for a while. The data supports Jordan Love. I think I support Jordan Love. I'm going to make that proud and clear. But 
you know, it's kind of just this merry-go-round with Aaron, right? It's not about such a Super Bowl. It's about what is the most media frenzy type thing he can do, right? Liking the Razul Douglas tweet saying he's been talking to the Packers, leading the media as if to think he can come back to Green Bay. Here's a newsflash. He ain't coming back. No one in Green Bay, I think, truly believes this guy is coming back, KJ. And maybe that's a hot take, Packers fans. I, yeah, I don't know, know what I don't you know. think. But I don't, know, I don't believe he's coming back. I personally don't. Do you? I think he might come back. I think he's almost what? forcing the hands. It's like it could go either way, man. It could go either way. It could go. It could go. Come back. It could go. Go to Jets. It could go retirement. It could go Raiders dark horse. It could go something all the above, right? Like the Raiders have Devontae Adams. Rodgers would accept a trade out there. He's going out west, right? You know, he's from out west. That's what I meant to say. But like, it would not shock me if he like, you know, ties the Packers' hands where he has no choice but to come back. And it's an unhappy marriage. Like, would it be best if he came back? Man, I don't think so at this point because it's just so much friction. Uh, Clearly, he's a talented player. Clearly, he's one of my favorite players of all time. And clearly, I I very much treasure all the memories you've made with Aaron Rodgers. but But it's like this is that one friend who you make the plans with and like they have the tickets downloaded on their phone and you get to the concert, <laughs> you get to the arena and you're like, yo, you said you're going to be here before game time or like it's it's almost tip, man. And he just doesn't show up. And like the game's already tipped off. It tipped off like an hour ago and you're just kind of hanging. You know, it's like that's not really <laughs> the way to treat someone, especially an organization like the Packers who are writing him a 50 million dollar check, man. It, it's it's very disappointing. And uh I mean, do you want to maybe read off a few of these? Uh, I want to read off some of the responses. We're going to get right into it. What are it, Packers, Packers fans, fans saying? This is live. Yeah. So there's up to 97 responses right now. This tweet is going off. Someone says, responsive. Courtney says, make a decision. Love Humanity says, thank you for your service. Enjoy your retirement and relax. Sack Rid Tenchi says, just tell us what you want. If he stays great, if he goes great, I will miss him regardless. But it's time to make a decision. That's got eight favorites in one minute. D says, you have been amazing and fun to watch. I'm grateful to have called you my QB and will support you in whatever you decide to do next. Kratos says, hurry up. Coach says, thank you and good luck. Jack says, hurry up. G says, thank, appreciate you for all you did. Goodbye, though. Just some guy says, make a decision. Uh, make a decision, you attention crave diva. Chad Press says, don't be Brady's opening act for the Hall of Fame. Play one more year. Leo says, thank you for everything. We'll never forget you. Dave Shimmy says, finish your career with the team who drafted you. Critical Thinking America says, tick-tock, motherfucker. <laughs> and RT says, hurry up and make a decision. I think, Cage, the bottom line is Packer fans are sick and annoyed of this. I know I am. I feel you out there. Well, it's, it's like, it's like enough around. of this dragging on. Well, and it's like it's almost like, you know, 90 percent of the problems in life are result from bad communication. And this is like, you know, two parties are in a relationship and there's one of them just going ghost. And it's like, how does going ghost help something that's genuinely trying to, like, work things out for both sides? Like, you know what I'm saying? It, it just it's his last help. card to play. It's, it's immature, to be honest. You know, it's like, bro, you've gotten two and a half months you said it yourself. You're going back. You went into word. the dark, my man. <laughs> you went into the darkness, and a lot of people think, actually, this is fascinating. People think that Aaron Rodgers went into the darkness uh, and came out wanting to return to the Packers, but the Packers, similar to the way Mike McCarthy said with Brett Favre, he said the train has left the station. A lot of people think the Packers have moved on 
and it caught Rodgers off guard. So now he's going nuclear, and he's kind of hamstringing us. Uh, it, you know, who knows what's going to happen, Packers fans? Like, no one really knows what's what's actually inside Aaron Rodgers' head. Um, but we'll see. You know, news can break. 120 any responses moment. in eight minutes. Go news right in your take, Packers fans. Go right in your take. News could break at any moment. And if it does, obviously we'll have an emergency pod. You know, maybe it's not going to break while we're on the pod. So so we're, you know, keeping our eyes peeled to everything just like you are, Packers fans. But it's just like, I mean, I even how could you not be annoyed with this? Like, how could you genuinely sit there and be like, if you're a human being and say, you know, I actually think he's doing the right thing right now. It's like. Actually, I agree with the way he's handling this. It's like, ah, I just think he can handle it so much better. And whether he's trying to do this or not, it's causing animosity. You know, like everyone's like, okay, you know, you deserve to take your time, but you gave us your word and you're not holding true to that. And Elon Musk says oftentimes the entertaining out, most entertaining outcome is the most likely outcome. In that case, I don't think Rodgers is going to retire. I don't think he's going to come back to the Packers. I think that that leans towards a trade. Um, but once again, nobody knows what this man's thinking. He, he's kind of got a lot of leverage. He's got uh, some might say too much leverage with this big contract. So it's going to be interesting. Someone say fans. you made a grave mistake. <laughs> Packers fans, if you need to vent, send us a message. You know, just like when yes. the Packers get knocked out of the playoffs, a lot of people are, are um, you know, comfortable to vent in our dms which is absolutely cool we welcome that but like if you want to get your take out about rogers just get it off your chest no filter no filter send us a dm we want to hear what you're thinking don't worry you know it's a safe place to just get it off your chest any take is welcome if you if you think we're wrong write us in if you think you know you have something to say just write us in i'm interested to see like what the fans truly we think. may read it unfiltered. off on the podcast unfiltered well, well only if we get permission because the, the dms are, are kind of like a sacred place right yeah, yeah, yeah so so but yeah i mean other than that you know he's hamstringing us for our ability to bring back guys like Keyshawn nixon well, Keyshawn Cage, nixon I, I, yeah i wanted we to, need talk to bring about him back that. and and this actually leads me to one prior question before we get to Keyshawn k9 but it's I saw this interview going around with Brandon Marshall, the receiver for Chicago, in which Rogers says he couldn't be a Jets legend if he only played one year. And people are kind of taking this one of two ways. They're either saying Rogers doesn't want to go to the Jets because he doesn't want to play just one more year, or he wants to ensure that he gets multiple years with the Jets in which he could be a legend, where do you lean on his, I guess, how many years he has left in the NFL? And do you think it's one or do you think it's multiple or do you think it's none? Well, see, Rodgers is talented enough where he's got multiple years if he wants because he's always been one of these guys who jump throws. You know, he, he, he jump throws so his feet aren't planted in the ground and his legs don't get rolled over. It's actually quite smart. Um, he's nowhere near as mobile as he used to be. We see that when Packers go up against mobile, mobile quarterbacks. We see that when Jordan Love is, you know, obviously um, on the field and he's showcasing mobility that Rodgers showed early in his career. But Rodgers isn't as mobile as he used to be, but he does have the tangible skill to jump throw and protect himself from injury. If he wanted to, he could play two more years. I firmly believe that. I don't know if he's the Aaron Rodgers of old, you know, I don't know. Um, and maybe it's not like a talent thing that's holding Aaron Rodgers back. Maybe it's just a, like a skill set cohesion thing, you know, like a, like an ability to kind of work with others. Maybe it's like an ability to work with your 
your coaches, to work with your teammates, to not audible the plays into oblivion, to not cast out plays. And it's tough, man, you know, because everyone seems to be in agreement that Rodgers should have had more Super Bowls than he did. And it's like, yeah, you can play, you can try and play some blame on the management for that but it's like at the end of the day everyone's calling this guy the best quarterback of all time the, the statistical best quarterback of all time and the tape doesn't lie he makes incredible throws but Not it's like anymore. why why aren't there more wins when it matters you know a lot of times when the going gets tough rogers gets going and like maybe Here's that's what i would another, say cage maybe that's another uh indicator of what he's about to do right now i don't know man i think he's really hurting the franchise with the way he's handling this i really do here's what i would say i see Jordan Love hanging out with AJ Dillon and some other Packers looking pretty spiff and you know dapper and looking like they're having a good time and I think Rodgers is isolated right now. I think he's in his own world. I think he came out of the darkness, thought that hey, you know the world would be fawning over him. Packers like you said are moving on to Jordan Love. They're sick of it. I know I am. And I think at this point, he has one of two decisions. I said it on the last few weeks' podcast, retire or move forward with the Jets. And does he want to go back to New York? I wouldn't. I don't think that's really, you know, that sexy of a, a spot for him. Maybe Packers fans, you disagree with me. Maybe you think, See, you know, Garrett sexy, Wilson man, and but, other but it's like, I just don't think he can good. win there. I don't think he could win there like, either. It's certainly sexy. It's going to sell it's, like a jillion jerseys jerseys cage but legacy you know this guy is you're you're calling him the statistical goat i'm saying no more patrick mahomes has surpassed him he's got two rings that is a last year's talking point patrick mahomes has a better interception you know ratio he's just played less games and patrick mahomes has two rings at this point and i I really believe that rogers has he's already back in the workout room and ask himself is he really trying to run it with another team? Is he really trying to risk his so on quote unquote legacy? That's really what I think the turmoil is over. I don't think it's about playing with the Packers anymore. I think this guy believes if he retires now, he's first ballot Hall of Fame, which he is. He's considered in the GOAT equation, which to me, Tom Brady is the GOAT, but you know, he's up there in the statistical GOAT conversation. But I think if he goes to the Jets, it risks that, and that's really where his decision is. It's not on the details. It's about does he want to be traded to the Jets. I've seen this going around on Twitter. I've seen this going around in the conversation. It's holding up Cage on essentially Aaron Rodgers breaking and kind news. of hamstringing both of these teams. Breaking and news. I think the Packers like breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. Packers resign, resign Keyshawn Nixon. One Let's year, go. $7 million. Let's, Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Keyshawn. Let's go. K9, baby. Let's go. K-9 That's fucking back. huge. Let's go, Packers fans. This is going off live time, Packers fans. On the pod, I'm watching it right now. Let's Keyshawn Nixon go. is back. Let's go. Wow, Keyshawn. Let's what, go. How big do you think that is? That man, that's huge. We were just talking about it. We we're just talking. Packers are like, we don't care. We're just pulling moves anyways. We gotta let our boy Keyshawn know he's back with us. We're not letting him go to another <laughs> team, no matter what Rodgers does. It's like, man, let's, let's go, Goot. Let's freaking go. Let's oh my go, gosh. Packers so fans. Happy. Cannot Packers let that man go. So happy. Fifty yes. favorites in twenty-seven seconds. This is going crazy. Oh, super happy for Keyshawn Nixon. I mean, Al, what did you think? 
uh, when when you kind of like saw the Packers transition from Amari Rogers to Keyshawn Nixon and saw Keyshawn Nixon starting to take it close to the house every play, and then he said, "Hey, I'm going to get one. I'm going to get one." And then versus the Vikings, he ended up getting one. Well, Packers fans, maybe you've heard this in life, right? Liability asset. The special teams at Green Bay went from a liability in a position where, hey, maybe Rodgers won't get a chance at the ball. Maybe the offense won't get a chance. Maybe they'll fumble this. Maybe they'll get negative yardage. To all of a sudden, what can K-9 do? What can Keyshawn Nixon do? Will he take it to the house? Will he get him 10 yards? Will he give them a better opportunity to score? They became an asset, and I am just so hyped he's back because, KJ, that makes the special teams of Green Bay a threat. That makes them dangerous. I think he is one of the premier returners in the league, and his confidence is through the moon. I am so happy to hear that. Uh, You know, my initial reaction is, Chick-ching, locked up. You know, you got it on lock. Special teams going to be good for Green Bay. Do you think that secures, you know, a good special teams for Green Bay? Rick Bisaccia, he's back, Cage. Assistant coach, what are your thoughts on that? You know, Rick Bisaccia, it had to be done. They promoted him to uh, assistant head coach, and I think he's the perfect kind of fiery leader. Like, whereas if Matt LaFleur in all of his skill set, is a decent coach, but he's just not that fiery leader. Rick Bisaccia is the perfect guy to kind of counterbalance him and be that rah-rah type of guy uh, to really just fire up the troops, you know, like before they go into battle. And if you think about the guys that, that kind of like help you win football games, it's those guys that are like on the fringes, right? The guys who are just making plays and no one expects them 25. to. And the fact that 25, exactly, Keyshawn Nixon. And the fact that Rick Bisaccia is able to, you know, f- uh, fire these guys up i think it just bodes well for the pack you know it's it's a phenomenal move to bring back rick Rick basacha and also just like promote him even this tweet is going off packers fans Keyshawn nixon is back go right in your take and how you feel about that moving on i think we have to talk about the nfl draft because that's still a hot topic on green bay's mind the chicago bears made a huge trade that's where i wanted to talk about they traded down from the number one overall pick to uh, carolina you know acquiring both a first and second round pick as well as dj moore the star receiver for carolina and cage right away What is your take on this trade, and how big of a threat does this make Chicago? They have the most cap space, or do you think they're still too far away? You know, Chicago made a good move here. Uh, There's no denying it. They got DJ Moore. They got another first. They got, uh, I believe, two seconds. Or they got two firsts, two seconds, and uh, DJ Moore. And and that's a move. You know, like, it's hard to find a quality receiver, as the Packers have had so much trouble uh, you know, we've had an okay time developing receivers, but in terms of like just getting another number one in the wake of Devonte Adams' departure, it's like Christian Watson looks like he can be that guy. But the Bears added a talented receiver, and now they have the look to have a really good young core uh, with the possibility to get even better with these early draft picks. You know, you got um, you got uh, uh, Cole Komet, the tight end. You have. Uh, you know, Justin the guy, Fields. Chase Claypool, I believe they picked up. Yeah, they picked him up. They picked him up. and Traded um, for him. Traded for him, exactly. And now they have uh, pick number nine, and they have two second rounders, if I'm not mistaken. And they have two first rounders next year. So it's like the Bears and the Lions are going to be thorns in the Packers' sides. So the Packers got to do what they got to do to 
really just kind of remain competitive with all the other teams in the division making moves themselves. Like the Vikings may have won the division this year. Obviously, I think uh, many people see that they're going to be due for some regression. You know, I think they're going to regress. I kind of predicted the Vikings would regress this year because I predicted, um, you know, cap casualties, stuff like that. Well, it looks like I was a year too late. Um, We'll see. You know, maybe the Vikings will prove us all wrong again, but I just don't think they're going to pull another magic out of the hat. Although they did hire Brian Flores. The moral of the story, Packers fans, is this division is going to be competitive. And if you got a player... If you got a player like Aaron Rodgers taking up 25% of the cap, like 50, 60 million dollar salaries, it doesn't help your team win. It really just makes it difficult for your team to win. And teams all around the Packers are becoming better teams. You know, they're not becoming better top heavy quarterbacks making 25% of the cap. Like even Kirk Cousins either is going to play out his final year of the deal uh, on this and like maybe test free agency again or maybe get franchise tagged again. Or, you know, they're going to restructure him to kind of allow them to put better pieces around the Vikings. And it's just like, man, great move for the Bears. I can't even deny it. They won that trade. I think they fleece Carolina. What do you think? I'm hoping the Packers move Rodgers because then it's it's straight up into the competition, right? And then you got to evaluate Justin Fields, Jared Goff, or Jordan Love. And I lean towards Jordan Love having, you know, that experience, having that potential to be the best quarterback of that pack and if you look at Rodgers coming back another year Green Bay I don't think we can do it maybe I'm crazy maybe I'm out of line there Packers fans but I don't think this soap opera is going to end with a happy ending if 12 comes back I think we Packers have to move on from him and it's like what is the holdup well we all know what the holdup is it is 12 himself and Green Bay has to do a decision that's best for them sometimes in life you get offered a deal and that deal is not necessarily what you hope it to be but you got to plan on you know your backup strategy right and i mm-hmm. i think Gutenkunz is like look our strategy right now is jordan love and this team moving forward uh whatever we get out of aaron Rodgers at this point will be a bonus but we feel pretty good about 10 aaron jones feels pretty good at 10 you look at the quarterback prospects in this draft i think the only one kg you could argue is you know a higher prospect than 10 might be 15 anthony richardson is that a bold take or do you do you feel like i mean he's even i think he's far away but i I do see the raw ability in him jordan love is more polished you know Mm -hmm. Keyshawn, uh excuse me uh richardson is no doubt an elite prospect but that's the key word prospect and kind of expanding on this conversation jordan love i'm just gonna say it he's the he would be the best quarterback prospect in last year's draft and this year's draft. And like everyone kind of wanted to hate on the love pick, but Hey, I'm pretty happy. We have a backup plan for, for, for what's going on right now. Like maybe the Packers are about to announce Aaron Rodgers back at any moment. Maybe that's like all been part of the plan. Maybe behind the scenes, Aaron Rodgers is working on a, you know, like a restructure or something like that to, to allow the pack to bring back Keyshawn Nixon. But I'm, I'm looking right now and there is no breaking news. And, you know, Keyshawn Nixon back and, and Rodgers is still kind of uh, the ship know, has left the station, my man. The train has left the station. Uh, unless I'm crazy, Packers fans. Do you really want 12 back? Do you think it's possible? I don't. I don't. I, I feel like I'm, you know, I feel like last year was our test. Joe Barry is now confirmed back. The coaching staff has been confirmed, whether you agree with it or not. Joe Barry's back. Matt LeFleur is back. Uh, 
to me, that dynamic does not read Super Bowl unless we move forward with Jordan Love. We move forward with a defense-oriented team. We, we just try something else. And, oh, man, it's tough to say goodbye to 12. But, I mean, the way the way he's kind of just dragging this on, it reminds me a lot of Brett. And uh, if you've been Packers fans listening or, you know, along for that ride, you know, you know that moving on from Brett was difficult. But it had to be done as well. And uh, Rodgers may win. But I don't think he's winning another Super Bowl, okay? What's your take Yeah, on that? exactly, Packers fans. So that's kind of where I'm at. It's like Rodgers, if he comes back, right, because nobody knows what's going on here. If he comes back, he might be able to put up some nice numbers. But is he winning a Super Bowl? I don't think so. I think he's kind of going to deliver whichever team he goes to heartbreak. Um, I, I, really, <laughs> I really do. I think it's going to be more heartbreak. Like I think it might be a, a playoff run, perhaps. But, like, I cannot see us winning a Super Bowl 12. I think, you know, 12 straight years of, of kind of underachieving in that regard. Uh, you know, we haven't even been back to another one. So it's like I'm at the point where, like I said, Aaron Rodgers is one of my favorite players ever. Obviously, he's annoying me right now. He's annoying a lot of Packers fans. But, like, I'm ready to kind of, like, take a step back so that we can take two steps forward. And Jordan Love could have definitely taken us to an 8-9 record last year. I, I truly believe that. Like, you know, Packers went 8-9 with Rodgers as a starter. Could Jordan Love have done that? I believe he could have, if not better. And so it's like, I'd like to see what he can do on a full season. I think the Packers are kind of in that same mindset. They're like, look, if we start retooling and setting up the next 10, 12 years of our franchise, 15 years of our franchise, could we have gone 8-9 with Jordan Love? Probably. Could we have a better cap sp- a situation with Jordan Love? Probably. Could we get some draft capital for Aaron Rodgers and, and help us accelerate this uh, retool? I'm not going to call it a rebuild. I'm going to call it a retool. Probably. But it's all being hung up by one man. Uh, Packers fans, you know, like I said, please write us in. I'm just curious how you're feeling. You know, like, like even if you're on the fence, like, don't worry. There's go no off. judgment here. <laughs> go off. Like, feel free to go off. Fire us a DM. You know, like, I, I just want to see, like, what the true pulse is. Obviously, we're able to read everyone's comments. But if you want to give give us a little more of an uncensored take, fire that in the DMs. We're curious to hear what's on your mind. But yeah, man, we love it. Broader free agency, Lamar Jackson. I got I got a I got a hot take. Everyone, everyone's like, why is Lamar Jackson not getting any offers? Well, here's the reason. As I think NFL, I think I think NFL player and uh, personnel know that while he's an exciting player to watch, I don't think you can win a Super Bowl with Lamar Jackson. So it's like, do they really want to kind of like eliminate their Super Bowl window for five years by giving this guy like the biggest contract in the history of contracts? No. I think they're smarter than that. You know, Lamar Jackson. I've kind of had the feeling for a year now. He he's a guy who is good but not great you know he can't every year he regresses towards the end of the year if he if he's not even hurt you know he's hurt all the time and he's a cool player right like michael vick was an awesome player did he ever win a super bowl the answer is no lamar jackson awesome player he's fast af you know he's super fast is he a great thrower h no he's not and uh the ravens i I think they know that so they're trying to be fair and offer him like a very fair deal they're offering him like over 200 million dollars and i mean the ravens are under got, pressure and they're holding strong I well, he's got he's got people respect. in his ear telling him not to take 200 million dollars Packers fans if anyone in your friend group was offered 200 million dollars 
I think you would probably be the good friend and be like, hey, man, you should probably take that $200 million. Like, like $200 million is a lot of money. You know, you can turn that into $400 million in seven years. You can turn that into <laughs> not a billion dollars in not. 15, 20 years. If Lamar signs a $200 million contract, he can become a billionaire in 20 years. But it's like, sorry, sorry you feel disrespected, Lamar. We're going to make you a future billionaire. It's like, bro, he's got to get some better advice, man. Uh, but I firmly believe that as cool of a player as he is, and he is a cool player, you ain't winning the Super Bowl with Lamar Jackson. That's my hot take. Alex, am I way off on that? Packers Nation, am I way off on that? What do you think, Al? We've got love for Lamar because he's retweeted Ike Packers in the past. You That's know, he's point. all over Ike Packers. We love Lamar. But I got to be honest with you, KJ. There's nothing that says he can beat Joe Burrow or Patty Mahomes. And that's really where my, you know, holdup is with him is not that he's not a good quarterback. He's a top quarterback, but is he top A class? And I don't think so. I think some of these other quarterbacks are better. I think, you know, you you noted some issues with his health, uh, with his inconsistency in the late stretch of the season. Those are reasonable arguments to take into these negotiations. Hey, man. Who else would get this type of contract? I mean, you can point to the Kyler Murray deal, but man, Arizona is headed towards the dark ages, the middle ages like I've never seen him before. Bro, Kyler Murray is a joke, okay? Joke. Like the, he's and, going to implode. And, the and franchise here's what's regressed. crazy. I just got to say one thing. As Packers fans, we put a tweet yesterday. Who's the number one overall pick? Who would you take number one overall? And it took 26 responses before someone said Anthony Richardson. People were saying Bryce Young. I am curious what do people think in Bryce Young? What do you see in C.J. Stroud that makes him worth two firsts and two seconds? I don't see any of this. And and maybe that's a hot take, KG. But I think Carolina is trading up for AR-15. I mean, a guy who can run away from defenses. I was watching his highlights moving away from defenses with ease and cj stroud not the guy to trade that type of leverage for bryce young i don't know what you would expect he's not russell wilson i'm making that claim now we watched russell at wisconsin he had a chip on his shoulder he thought you know people didn't think he was good enough he wanted to prove them wrong and he did i don't see that with bryce young i don't and so you tell me if i'm wrong but i think ar-15 is going to be the number one overall pick kj where do you stand on this? Am I in left field? You know, man, it's interesting if they do trade up and draft C.J. Stroud. I think it would be an absolute clown move, but maybe I'd be wrong. <laughs> I think they're going to trade up and draft uh, Anthony Richardson and Bryce Young. I think it's going to be one of those two. If you're trading up at all, you better Our draft AR-15. Because, because this is not a draft to trade up and go grab these guys. This is a draft to kind of like hold steady at your spot and let the guys fall to you. You know, there's no Joe Burrow. If it's Joe Burrow, if you're drafting a Joe Burrow, you trade the farm and draft him. You know, he had Camus all over him. But you're talking about C.J. Stroud? You're talking about Bryce (laughs) Young? I mean, you're talking about Will Levis? What if they draft Will Levis first overall? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Like, Carolina will riot. Carolina will be on fire. That's going to be a crazy first pick when they announce it, K.J. I think it's got to be AR-15. I think it just has to. I think it's going to be AR-15. That's kind of what my gut says. You know, Geno Smith resigned with the Seahawks. He got $35 million per. Um, oh. You know, Derek Carr, he's on the Saints now. 35 per? <laughs> you know, they, they might even draft <laughs> AR-15 at five just to develop uh, him behind Geno Smith, which might not be a bad move. Um, but, yeah, you know, this quarterback money is getting crazy. 
And uh, Lamar oh. Jackson needs to sign a deal because he's about That's to... why Love looks so attractive. That's why he just looks like yeah, the love, ultimate steal to me. Love is I mean, the he's answer. polished. He's been under AR-12, you know, proven beast. And I just think it's like Packers fans. Let's do it. Let's give this a shot with some low cap. Let's give this a shot and uh, let us know what you think. KJ, I want to ask you if you have any final thoughts for our listeners today. You know, Packers fans, uh, we're going to have more draft talk in the future. Obviously, it's free agency right now. We may or may not be talking to uh, an NFL draft prospect from the Combine very shortly here. Stay tuned for that. But let's just say Packers have needs, and uh, we're investigating. We're investigating Packers fans. Write us in the DM. Alex, take us. Packers fans, we want to say thank you. I want to remind you that we are on Patreon. If you want to help the show, you can build your own super brand like Ike and Ike Packers. If you subscribe, uh, we'll be very appreciative of you if you do. Also, leaving a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts are the number one ways to give back. We love every one of our listeners in the 100-plus countries. And as always, we'll be here for you every step of the way. Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go forever. Trey Dean, welcome to the show. How you doing? I'm doing good. Very good to have you on. We're excited to get into the conversation on another great episode of the Ike Packers podcast. For those that don't know Trey, he's a hard-hitting safety prospect from the University of Florida. He's battle-hardened in the SEC, and he's making an impact against all sorts of opponents, where he's now preparing for the NFL draft and just showed out as one of the strongest defensive backs at the Combine putting up 25 reps on the bench. There are several teams in the NFL draft that could use a safety, including the Packers. So, Trey, let's start there. How was the combine? Was it everything you'd imagined it would be? Yeah, the combine was great, you know, especially being, you know, being able to get invited, you know. Um, it was a great experience at whole, you know. Um, also got, you know, especially approval on a lot of things. But, you know, it was a great experience all around, you know. I just thank God that I was blessed to be invited. Yeah, I know that invitation is huge, and there's a lot of guys who don't get it. So, so like you said, that's a that's a big deal. Did you get to any sort of like intel going in, maybe from like any of the other Florida guys who've uh, gone to the combine in the past that you've played with? Like, was there anything that surprised you? Well, really, it was really self-explanatory. You know, you're going to get, you know, you got a lot of stuff like means with the teams and stuff. But you know, when you love the game of football, going to the combine should be really fun for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, did you get nervous at all? I mean, I think it would be natural to get nervous, but uh, well, you do I this mean, all the time. Well, I mean, you know, when a, you know, and then like it's just the same like playing in a big game on a big stage, you know, like like people say, proper preparation prevents poor performance. So if you really prepare right, you should be able to go out there and execute. So then you know, have a little a good nervous, but not nothing nothing that's going to overwhelm you. That's a great that's a great point. Um, so we've heard from other prospects before that is like soon as you get kind of uh, in the car or like off the plane, everything feels like a test, um, even the stuff that's not the drills. Did you kind of feel like that, or, or how would you describe it? Well, yes, you know, especially when you get into any, you know, everything, it really was a test, right, you know, your whole career. So, you know, it's just like another part of it. It's like another question that's within the test. So, you know, what you really, you know, been doing with your whole career, you know, it should be able to be easy and everything should be easy and smooth for you. That's a great point. And Florida is one of those schools that definitely puts out a lot of pros. So um, 
You know, we ran this poll on Ike Packers where we had like several thousand votes, but we asked people, what did you think was the most important uh, aspect of the combine? And we asked them, was it the 40? Was it the bench reps? Was it the interviews or was it something else? And like the majority of people said the interview portion. So as much as you want to share, Trey, were there any unique questions in the interview process that you were asked? Well, I know it's a unique question. You know, everything about my game and stuff like that. Everything always, all the courses go going to prepare about the ball. So it wasn't really no, like, unique questions. Okay. Yeah, like nothing like uh, dogs or cats or anything just, like, interesting like that? Uh, no, nothing like that. Okay. That's kind of interesting. Um, so how about this? Zooming out from the combine, how has the whole pre-draft process been? And I guess, like, uh, how did you prepare and, and what's next for you? Well, you know, it's been really good. You know, I want to, you know, go out there and kill my pro day, you know. Um, that's another step. So, you know, you got to go out there and kill your pro day. You know, if you got any uh, have visits with different teams, you got to kill that as well because all interview process. So it really ain't stop, you know. It really ain't going to stop till you get drafted. That's for sure. It's about uh, seven weeks away at the time of this recording. Uh, Trey, is there an NFL player you like to model your game after or maybe uh, one or two or three that come to mind perhaps? Well, Derwin James, you know, um, I really model my game out of Derwin James, really look up to him. So I'll say, yeah, that's the biggest. Yeah, he's a really good player. And I was watching some of your tape, and, man, you're laying some hard hits out there, so that's cool. Uh, you guys you guys beat Florida, Florida State, right? I didn't hear you. Did you guys beat Florida State? Uh, no, we lost to Florida State. Oh, okay. Um, you know, I just know that's a heated rivalry, and you guys both put a ton of pro, uh, players in the pro. So, one thing I want to touch on, Trey, is you were a five-time All-SEC academic honor roll. And, you know, that's just super rare. And can you describe what that means to you and how you feel to help you out at the next level? Well, you know, you know, just, you know, it means a lot to me. You know, I know I'm probably the only person that has that. And if not the only person, just probably the few that has it. But, you know, just, you know, getting a degree is really important, especially not going out of coming out of college and especially you know you got to be smart to play a game you know i'm great i'm uh, i'm real athletic i got a lot of great things to my game but you know being smart they're gonna be play uh play faster so you know just add another element to my game that most people don't really think they're really important yeah especially from the safety position you got to be reading everything oftentimes you're helping quarterback the defense and uh you know i imagine it just translates to preparation like you know good habits equal uh, good habits in the in the weight room and on the field and and all that kind of connects to each other. Do you have any favorite memories from your time at Florida that you'd be willing to share with us? Well, you know, just going out there, you know, we consider ourselves DBU. So, you know, just going out there and practice, you know, you know, learning different things for the great DBs that came through Florida. So, yeah, that's my greatest experience, you know, going out there with my teammates, you know, and practice and doing the year, doing the whole time was at Florida. So that's really the great experience at Florida. That's a really good answer. Uh, I know up here, we, we you know Wisconsin oftentimes is referred to to running back U or offensive lineman University. Were there any uh, you know players that came through Florida, or even if they didn't come through Florida, were there any players that uh, have kind of taken you under their wing, or yeah, taken you under their wing through this pre-draft process? Well, really, all DBs that came before me, especially like Marco, CJ, you know, learned different things from them. Chauncey, you know, all of them, you know, the whole nine, you know, we learn from each other, you know, we use different techniques, you know, to help our game. To be able to have some ultimate goal to go out there and win and execute on Saturdays. And now I feel like the stuff that helped me execute on Saturdays is going to be executed on Sundays now. Absolutely. Um, Trey, in your own words, if a trade draft, or excuse me, if a team drafts Trey Dean, what kind of player are they getting? I'm going to relentless, you know, dependable, 
reliable and um just a very hard working player that's going that's gonna go out there and execute, you know, and that's gonna execute at a high level. So, you know, then the ultimate goal is winning winning games. And I feel like when you win ball games, then that's when after you start winning ball games, you win championships, so I'm gonna be the whole nine. So you're just gonna get a great player in the whole, you know, just like it's around the, it's around the clock, no matter if it's on the field or off the field. That's a good answer, man. I, I know, uh, you know, this is the desire to win is so huge. Uh, Trey, kind of a fun question, but if this were Madden, what rating would you say your hit power would be? My hit power probably be like, you know, uh, 80, uh, 85. Okay. You know, that's pretty, that's pretty significant. Uh, are there any um, hits in your career that you like specifically remember that stand out to you? Well, um, I say when I was again old miss, uh, probably. Yeah, what do you remember about it? Well, you know, I came down here, you know, with a lot of space, you know, um you know, a lot of people you expect somebody to juke. But once you know you get in within the like striking area, you know, within the uh five yards, then you go within two yards and I made contact, I knew it was over after that. But um yeah, that's what I just remember, you know. Once I, you know, just the you know, once I get you in a closed space, you know, it's really the rest of history. Yeah, yeah. Trey, have you always been like a, you know, like a like a super hard hitter or or did you like get taught some of that technique along the way or, or maybe a combination of both? Could you Well, just me being, that? you know, 63211, you know, kind of like, you know, with my height, weight and speed, you know, you know, speed and power and you know being big. I guess it's like a uh, they all to work together, you know, just really really second nature. Yeah, and, and like, what's it like after you just lay the smack on someone? You know, like, like, are you are you super hyped? Like, all your teammates kind of like fired up with after that big hit. Well, you know, yeah, my teammates, you know, it's hype for my teammates, but you know, really next play, you know, yeah. You know, so after you know, just, just keep doing, you know, ultimate goal just to win, win the game. To be honest, man, I love that, and, and honestly, that's a great mentality to take. Uh, do you have any plans for the draft? Well, no plans. You know, you know, I'm trying to go, you know, kill this pro day. How these means to get drafted as high as possible, but you know, um, not really a plan. You know, right now just working out, keeping working out. You know, the draft is not the last stop. I mean, the last stop. You know, I want to be one of the greatest to ever play the game. You know, so till I get that gold jacket, I guess everything's still on the table. Absolutely. Do you think you're going to watch it with uh, friends and family, or? Oh uh, yes, sir. Most definitely. That'll be a good time. So, so Trey, uh, before we wrap up, I just have a few like lightning round questions for you, and you okay. can answer them however you'd like. Just try and keep it to maybe uh, you know one or two sentences. Okay. And the goal is just to have fun with it. So, first one, man, favorite food. Uh, my favorite food is wings. Okay. Any any specific sauce or uh, honey barbecue? Delish, delish. Uh, who's a musical artist you've been listening to a lot this year? Uh, little baby. What's the first app you open up in the morning? The Bobble app. Love that. What's uh, a good book you've read? Um, a good book, probably The Blind Side. Nice. Uh, do you have like a favorite movie or a favorite show? Um, the Friday After Next and a favorite show. Mm, probably Ridiculousness. Okay. What about a favorite class you've taken? Favorite class, probably computer science. Okay, very cool. Have you taken a lot of those classes or? Uh, no, not really. Yeah, that's what my partner does. It's super cool. Um, Apple Music or Spotify? 
Apple Music. And what's the next place you want to go on vacation? And it's not a trick question, so you don't have to say like the draft or anything. But like, let's say you could go on any vacation. Uh, what's the next place you want you would like to go? Uh, Bora Bora. Very cool. And last one, if you could start or pursue any charity, what would it be? I already have my own charity. Oh, really? Could you tell us a little bit about that? Uh, it's called the Trading Foundation, and it focuses it focuses on kids with autism and cancer. Yeah. So, so Trey, if someone wanted to like get uh, get involved or maybe um you know learn more about that, where can they go? Well, they can go on my Instagram, or you could uh, contact me directly on my Instagram. Um, and then I'll just give them my um, secretary's number. Man, that's very cool. Uh, how long have you been doing that? Uh, probably like almost a year now. Okay. Was that one of those things that uh, kind of came to fruition with the NIL thing, or did you start that like just all by yourself? Uh, well, I was in NIL money, and I wanted to do something to give back to my community. And I didn't just want to have, you know, autism and cancer been close to my heart, you know, working with the kids when I was in, uh, when I was in middle school and high school. So I just focused on kids with autism and cancer. Man, that's super special. I know I know. we love to give back via Toy Drive every year because the same reason, just give back to the kids. Kids are so pure. Uh, so so last question, Trey. How's the family and how's Trey Dean the person doing? Uh, my family's doing well. You know, we're really blessed. And um, Trey Dean the person, I'm doing well and I'm blessed as well. You know, whatever God got, God got planned for me, you know, I'm going to continue to do as well. Wow. Thank you so much, Trey. Uh, Thank you for joining us. This has been another great episode of the Ike Packers podcast with Trey Dean. Trey, if someone wants to, you know, get in touch with you, where's the best place they can link up with you? Uh, You get in contact with me um, through my Instagram. Uh, My Instagram handle is Trey Dean. And I promise uh, um, for business, I will uh, contact you back with my secretary's number or I will respond back. Amazing. Yep, we encourage everyone to go check that out. Trey Dean, thank you so much for joining us. Best of luck in the upcoming NFL draft. We know you're going to be laying some big hits in the NFL. So thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll catch you next time. Thank you. Go Gators. If you enjoyed this episode of the Ike Packers podcast and want to help the show, please subscribe, tell a friend, and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. This is how we can continue to give great value to you. As always, till next time, Packers fans, go go. To my old ways, aim real high, foul, cargo to the Barclays. Stop moving, no deck like the Baltics, and we offshore. Hit them with the red or then with the encore. In the Caribbean, and I'm waiting for the Concord. Feeling like the weekend when we linking up these days. Serve them like the Barks, and we sweep them boys off court. Yada, 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 MVP going encore. Hopped over the pond, I'm out in Norway Hitting melatonin, ain't no time for the jet lag Just hit my check and I put it in the market Well, then I post up, then I spark it Ain't no hoes in the videos Where the reals that they seen before 
I just learning in the north, yeah In the fjords, in the cold, yeah, it's all I know In the north, yeah, in the cold, yeah I can't help that my heart's cold, no, no I can't help that my heart's cold, no, no Yeah, you turn that shit just to stone, yeah, yeah More like ice, ice, yeah Got the fire when inside I look at you and I know it's my time